We are joined, I am, I'm, I'm happy uh, uh, to say that we are joined right now by one of the great iconic figures in the history of American professional sports, an immortal as a basketball player. Um, I don't get it all that logo stuff. I don't care about that. An immortal as a champion basketball player and an immortal as a front office man, um, Jerry West. Good afternoon, Jerry. Good morning. I, I mean, good afternoon from, your, from back east, I guess. Thank you so much for uh, for joining Don and I today. Uh, let's before we get to the Knicks and the Pacers and how stuff happens in the playoffs. Let let's talk about your team, uh, the, the the Warriors. And Jerry, it, it just seems like it's a wonderful thing to watch the kind of basketball renaissance we're watching take place in in the Bay Area. Well, you know, it's really been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, our expectations levels from a national level this year weren't very high at all and uh to see what a bunch of uh, young kids and and uh, some veterans ha- have done it is really a remarkable story and uh an awful lot of things happen in sports that uh, you can't describe and uh you know when players feel good about themselves and people always you know talk about chemistry uh, and people say i'm not a chemist well it does happen trust me if you've ever been an athlete you do know and uh, this is a really close group. Uh, looks like a college atmosphere, and obviously, when you win, it makes things look better. But uh, it's been a great year, and, and uh, the fans up there—I can't tell you how great they are. You know, people always talk about these are the best fans. Well, these are the most loyal fans I've seen, and they are noisy. And I'm anxious to be up there to see a game tonight. Yeah, Jerry, you know, uh, one of the frames of reference that we use when, when Mark said that Clay and, and Steph Curry were the best shooting backcourt of all time is, is, is a backcourt the firm of West and Goodrich. Okay, Jerry West, you make the call. Well, you know, I think that uh, these two guys, long-range shooters, are really good, okay? But uh, shooters, a lot of times, there's such a difference in shooting the ball and scoring the ball. And uh, as I say, they're young. Uh, I don't think I've really ever seen a better shooter than Steph Curry. I, I, I don't. He's just been phenomenal. And Clay's a young, growing player uh, who, uh, you know, he has his ups and downs. But if you watch it, Santa, Santa, this series right now, San Antonio has been determined to take this best shooting backcourt out of the playoffs. They're playing them completely differently. I think the last couple of games has been a little bit frustrating for both of them, but we're hopeful tonight they'll make their adjustments and, and play a good game. And to to lose David Lee the way that they've been able to do it, uh, how much credit do you give to Mark Jackson for where this team is right now? Well, he's, he's done a great job, and frankly I was a little bit surprised that he wasn't given a lot more consideration for Coach of the Year because, again, if you look at the expectations for this team before the season started, everyone said that they were only going to win about 20, 25 to 30 games, and... Uh, that didn't happen and these players play for him uh people always ask me about coaches and and you know, the coaches i've played for and, and i don't mean this in, in disrespect to any coach but a lot of times you know some players have to be motivated others don't i, I was one of those ones that frankly i didn't even hear what a coach said because i knew what we needed to do and I don't, again i don't mean that to be dis, uh, disrespectful because i didn't need a coach to get me up for a game but a lot of players just don't have that inside them to do it, and Mark has really got these guys on the same page. As I say, it's like a college atmosphere, and uh, he deserves an awful lot of credit. We are talking uh, to Jerry West, not just one of the great uh, uh, figures in the history of the game, but one of the great gentlemen in the in, in the history of sports. Jerry, you know, coming into the Knicks-Pacers series, 
People in New York were acting like the Pacers were some sort of speed bump on the way to the Knicks uh, getting the heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, did did you, you knew how long and young and athletic they were. Did you think they were a dangerous opponent going in? Well, I thought they were the better team, to be candid with you. And uh, as I said, I really like the Knicks team, but I thought this was a bad matchup for them. But, but again, New York hasn't played their best at all. They haven't. And what happens is, you know, you, you can't start, you can't make shots, and when you can't make shots, you keep trying and trying and trying. And people, people always look and say, "Well, my gosh, you know, this team, these guys, they can't do it. They can't do it." That's not the truth. Uh, they're sometimes they're trying too hard, and I think you'll see a much more relaxed Knicks team. But they're not out of this playoff at all. But Indiana, to me, has been one of the best kept secrets. They've got a player on their team that starting to get some recognition. I think is going to be one of the truly great players in our league, Paul George. He is a tremendous player. You know, they, they really don't have to double-team Carmelo Anthony with him playing, and Carmelo has missed some shots that he's going to make, but he's have to really having to work for his shots now. And Roy Hibbert inside has just been a real thorn for him. But this is a very good team. They're, they're long, angular, they're physical, and they, they can shoot the ball. Uh, to me, it's one of the most underrated teams in the league. Jerry, you know, the, the frame of reference that I'm starting to use, and I'm not writing off the Knicks because, I've, you know, we, we've all seen too much. But this reminds me a little bit of when the Pistons played the Lakers that year in the finals. And it wasn't until the series was over that the people just said, oh I, oh, I see, that team, even though they didn't have any superstars, was just better than the Lakers this year. Well, you know, the Lakers, because I obviously – very aware of that, but the Lakers didn't have it in that playoff. They did not. I, I don't know what happened somewhere along the way. They kind of lost their mojo, but Detroit took a, took advantage, and defensively, uh, they were terrific. They knew how to defend us, but, you know, there's another team that people don't talk about very much. If you watch Memphis play, oh, oh my gosh, I, that's one of the best defensive teams I've ever seen, and they've got three guys on their team that are either first or second all-defensive teams, so three of, the, of their starting lineup this year uh, would, would uh, be on that team, and that attests to how tough they are. And uh, But again, I don't think you can discount New York at all, not at all, because they're capable and uh, they played well. They need somebody to, to start shooting the ball from outside, because they couldn't make anything uh, in, in Indianapolis. And But you got to have you have to give credit a lot, a lot of credit to the Pacers. Jerry, I wanted to ask you about Carmelo Anthony. He's been described as a chucker, as a selfish player, as a ball hog. What do you think of his game? I like him. I always have liked him. <laughs> and uh, but again, you know, his, he has to score for that team. Okay, there's there's going to be he has to probably take twenty or twenty five shots a night for that team because they they don't have scoring that they can depend upon. And he's someone who's there every night. And trust me, that's a lot of hard work and a lot of pressure. And I think particularly in New York, where fans are very vocal, they're you know they can be very critical there. Uh, he's someone that elicits huge praise and or uh, derogatory comments, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was runner-up to, to the most valuable player in the league this year, and uh, I think that attests to his uh, greatness as a player. We are talking to the great Jerry West. All right, uh, l- let's get to the big dog in Miami. They have now won eight out of nine playoff games. I, uh, You know, we, we saw the great heart and athletic character of the Bulls. Jerry, do you see any danger signs for the Heat going forward um, because of, of the condition of Dwayne Wade? Well, as I say, you know, Dwayne is 
such a great player, and any time you have a diminished great player, uh, certainly um, it certainly hurts your team, and particularly this time of year because you're playing against the best of the best. And one of the things that most people don't understand, they expect the games that that the average fan would expect the games to be played the same way they are during the regular season. They're not. You have to have players that can create shots for themselves when the shot clock's running down because they just run you out off of your offense. And I do think as they go along, uh, if he's not, you know, the Dwayne Wade that we all know and, and, and think is one of the great players I've seen play in this league, that will hurt them some. But uh, LeBron James, my gosh, uh, they win every game when uh, when when uh, Dwayne de- doesn't play. And I think it attests to his greatness as a player and his ability to make the other people a lot better. But uh, they certainly need Dwayne Wade to play at his uh, best. And uh, I think I saw last night he said he felt better uh, here in the last couple of days and he has uh, all through the playoffs. So he's obviously playing under duress. But uh, uh, trust me, he'll be out there when it counts. All right, last question for the great Jerry West. Jerry, are there teams that are built for the regular season who just aren't built for the playoffs, and might it turn out that the Knicks were one of those teams? Well, it could. Uh, you know, uh, again, I think you you see weaknesses more, um, and I'm particularly talking about someone who observes the game differently now uh, than as a player. Um you take a different view of it, I think, completely. And I think some teams can win during the regular season, but you have to give credit to other coaches and, and uh, other uh, styles of play. And it's very much like a boxing matchup. You know, some boxing matchups uh, are not very good for the, the opponent, and others are dangerous. And I think any team that uh, has played well during the regular season, you've got to really be objective about do we have enough players that can play the kind of basketball that's played in the playoffs for us to be successful going forward. And when I look at uh, when I look at a lot of teams during the regular season, I say no because again, the ingredients for people to create shots for themselves when there's time running out, the defenses get tougher and tougher, the scores go down, the shooting percentages go down, and when they go down, that's when people lose their confidence. And you will see players play great uh, during the regular season in the playoffs. Sometimes you don't see them because teams really concentrate on them, and they try to run them out of things that they'd like to do. Uh, you know, double teams, and if players don't react quickly, if they don't see the play quickly, uh, turnovers are just killers at this time of year. And I think that uh, I think you can see those teams during the regular season. I really do. Sir, 10 minutes is never enough to talk basketball with you, but, boy, we're always happy to have these 10 minutes. I'll tell you what, how about we get you back on during the U.S. Open golf and you could show not what just what a good golfer you are, but how much you know about that sport. Can we make that deal with you? Well, listen, I, you know, I love golf, and I know how hard it is, and uh, I marvel at the skill of those guys, and, and uh, I certainly shouldn't be talking about it. one time I could play a little bit, but uh, I do know how hard the game is, but I'd be more than happy to do that. The great Jerry West, thank you, sir, for taking a few minutes with us today. Thank you, guys. Bye. Oh, man. I mean, oh. you could no, we could do two hours with him. Oh, easy. I, I, everything he says makes perfect sense. Mike Lupica, Don LaGreca. That was Jerry West, number 44. Our phone number is 1-800-919-3776 of The Mike Lupica Show.